I washed my tongue for well over 12 minutes last night. I'd like for that statement to be false, but of course it was not. I thought vainly that by applying the various types of soaps and toothpaste to it, that I would be able to forget a small portion of the thing that plagues me. That by destroying, in some respect, the experience that caused the nagging voice in my head to appear, that I would be able to silence the voice as well. And then I would be free from these arguments I have with myself. Of course, by the very fact that I am saying any of this, that didn't happen. I still taste that bitter ash on my tongue, as though it were the very moment I stood there agape as the hospital burned down. The effort was in vain, of course, because the taste that manifests in my memory is not the actual taste. It is there as an abstraction, as abstract as the words I tell myself. And because I will never allow myself to stop being me, I will never be able to destroy all the things that collaborate with each other to make that voice, to make that taste to make me feel hopeless. I've been doing far too much thinking for my own good. Thinking is always something that should be engaged in hesitantly. You never know what you'll find, especially in the depths of your mind. Most of the time, it's nothing. A lot of the time, it helps you. But sometimes, sometimes those thoughts that coalesce around you like stains on a coffee cup that you... Every day, you clean them out, even if you do so subconsciously. But no matter how much you run the rag of ambition and well-being along the stain, it stays there and eventually grows. Usually, you don't notice it until you sit around, looking directly at the coffee cup. And then, you do. When you've noticed that stain, you try to clean it out again. But it's still there. By your obsession, it grows stronger in color. Why? then you come to this. What if we're wrong? I mean, I know we're wrong in a whole lot of ways. Like, it's wrong that... I'm trying to find an example here that points to me personally. And now that I'm thinking about it, it just sort of falls flat. Ah, we'll go with that one. It was wrong that time I lied about Rick to get a promotion back at Milford & Sons. It was wrong with me. Yeah, it's wrong that weapons exist in the first place. It's wrong that for hundreds of years our ancestors despoiled our home planet to the point where nobody can even visit anymore, at least not comfortably, even when the war wasn't raging. It was wrong when my parents had me, not so much because I don't like my life as that it ruins theirs. It's wrong that there didn't exist in the first place the proper subsidies for medical care for my family after they did have me. And you could go on like that on and on and on. Thousands of points. We reject the general concept of well-being for the benefit of thousands of shallow gods. We're wrong in so many ways. Scientific understanding as well. Every day we learn something new about the universe. Sometimes it's something that we would like to know. Uh, sometimes it's not. But at the end of the day, we realize that we were fundamentally wrong. Our understanding was incomplete. So perhaps we're wrong about this war. I, I, I know, just saying that feels disgusting. To carry the coffee stain analogy a bit further, it would be like if I looked at the coffee stain and wondered if the stain was the mug. Maybe there's not even a reason to try and clean it. It just doesn't feel right to think like that. Maybe you let the stain grow. Maybe let the stain grow. 
which it will do inevitably, no matter how hard you try and clean, and then the mug just becomes a different color. Millions of people have died. Billions have lost their minds. I will probably die. Everyone I know will probably die or lose their mind or both. <sighs> That's the likely outcome. And each day up until that point when I die or everyone dies or some terrible combination of things happens to us. Each day until a bomb falls on our heads, we are living a pantomime of life. Something just there enough to keep us from committing suicide or giving up entirely. It is not right. That much we can fundamentally say. We feel it in our bones, we can feel it in our blood. It is not right. Yet we keep going. We keep giving enough energy to our muscles because of lies we tell ourselves. Collective, comforting lies. Lies like, it will all be over soon. Or that the time before was good. Or maybe that this isn't what life is supposed to be. Or perhaps the worst lie of them all. That she isn't a god. It's easy. It's easy to believe or not to believe. But what would the god of this universe be like, really? How different is our time from most of history? It's fairly different. But mostly just in how encompassing the problem is. You tread through history, and how different are we from people 3,000 years in the past? Or a couple hundred years ago? Not so much. Their lives were brutish and short, very often ended by violence. As are ours. How much different is this war than the conflicts that caused the fall? Or the two world wars? Or any matter, the conquest of Rome, the Chinese Empire? The only thing, the only positive thing about this war is that there's quite a few less rapes involved. Although I think that's rather small consolation to the women who are consecutively killed. When I reach down into that feeling, when I look at how the people of the past must have felt, it's not as different as I would want it to be. Because really, you want that difference. You want to say that now is different in some truly fundamental way. The war is grander in scope than any we fought before. The enemy seems more monstrous by how she hoards her allies. But how much stranger is the universe? We were always going to have this type, this scale of violence. Maybe not exactly so grand and humanity-ending as this might prove to be, but something close. What was the fall, even? How did the people who lived in the fall, who died in it, or maybe even survived, how did they feel as the bombs fell on their heads? What god did they pray to? And I know they prayed, even the ones who didn't believe. They all did at that last moment as that primitive reptilian portion of their brain kicked in and desperately begged for salvation. It pushed into the area of their mind that nobody understood, and from that void, everyone forged their own god. The god of their death. How different is that from her, really? How different is it that instead of being present at that last moment, the last second that everyone has, unable to see and unable to feel anything except that black closing in around them, how different is it that she showed up in those last 20 seconds, 30 minutes, whatever, in everyone's consciousness, how different is that from what she is now? 
a being just at the edge of everyone's understanding, welcoming us all back home. There's always been the grand moral fallacy that might makes right. Oftentimes, I hear people thinking that she is right because she is strong. After all, we don't understand how strong she is. But, I think... I think that all the madness is almost right. I don't know what to do then. I can think it, but I, I can't really accept it. There's a little bit of comfort in accepting it, I know. And I think it's that comfort, it's in that moment of comfort that she finally overtakes you. Then you are as much nothing as you would have been when you die. I know I'll keep fighting. I'll keep trying to scrub my tongue and drown my mind in drugs. I try and destroy those elements, those ideas. I know that's what I'll do. I just don't know. I just don't know if there's anything to gain from it. I know I'm wrong, but how can I be right? 